health threats. <laughs> I was like, wait, what, it, what was it last week? Hello, welcome back to THC. I'm Kimmy. And I'm Kelsey. And every week we smoke and talk about true crime cases, conspiracy theories, and other weird things that make our smooth brains develop lines. And if that is what you're into, make sure you just subscribe and hang out with us. Leave us a rating and a review so other people find us. And you can also follow us on social media at Truly High Crime. You can follow me, Kimmy, at Kimmy Grace 420 And I am at Kelsey Paulus. How are you? I'm still good. I'm still enjoying the weather. Honestly, okay, the storm yesterday. So nice. Okay, you love storms too? Yes. Okay, it was so nice because I got to open my window and like smell it and hear it. It was really loud too. It the was. rain was like pouring, but... Other than that, I literally, like, can't remember a single thing that I've, like, done in the past week. Same. Other than, like, work. Yeah. Same. I loved the storm, too. I could open my window because we killed the bee. The bee's yes. dead. Um, we we used pine saw. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we put it into a spray bottle <laughs> and um, just sprayed the shit out of it with pine saw. And it worked. And he died a slow, painful death. Um, he's, his carcass is still there because I don't know what to do with it, but, um, I could also open my windows and enjoy the storm. Um, yeah, I mean, the weather is nice. It's nice to finally not have to, like, put on a coat. Like, it's so weird because it feels like that was literally last week when it was, like, 30 degrees outside. Yeah, that's true. I hate wearing a coat. Like, winter coat, like, I'm sorry, like, even if I have a nice one and one that I really think is cute, like, I never I've not, I have not owned a winter coat, honestly, Here. probably since elementary school. No, that's not true. Since probably high school. Yeah, I remember the last one I had, and then after it was too small on me, I was like, I don't ever want to buy another one of these. I'll just suck it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that. See, I think I was, I think I like maybe didn't have one in high school, or like I had one, but I didn't wear it. But like, once I came here to school, I was like, it's too cold for me not to have one. Like, I yeah. have to wear it. Yeah, I think the one that I had was, I had it freshman and at the end of sophomore year, it was getting too small on me. And then junior year was all online, so I didn't have to True. wear it. And no backpack. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a new one of those. So Or tote bag. If you have a cute tote bag for sale, let me know. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. We can, we can make tote bags, too. Oh, my God. Ah, we should wait. make tote bags. I'm literally going to... I'm literally going to, like, yeah, okay. I'm going to ah. combust. That's a great idea. <laughs> I don't know how to segue into today's story, so I'm not even going to because it's just kind of fucking wild. We're doing it different this week. Kelsey doesn't really know anything, so she gets to react with you guys. Um, we're talking about Chandra Levy. If you've ever heard of her, good for you because we are telling a crazy story and you get to hear it again. We are in April of 2001 when 24-year-old Chandra Levy, she's a grad student um, in Washington, D.C., and she is working as um, an intern with the Federal Bureau of Prisons, which, like, interesting job. She wanted to be an FBI agent. Like, she wanted to be in the FBI, so she was on track for, like, where she was going. And she, like, also, like, worked a lot with the police department at home. So, like, she was on track for what she wanted to do, just... Very interesting. I guess it makes sense because it was like 2001. It's just interesting that that's something that people want to do. Yeah, like Federal Bureau of Prisons. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know that was like a thing. Me either. Like that's just and that's kind of scary to me. Me too. And I was like, because the first I was I saw it and I was like, why do you want to? For what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, like, wh- I just don't understand what inside you is like, yes, I would like to work for for-profit prisons and, like, the federal prisons. Yeah. And, exactly. like, yeah. I, it's just interesting to me. Yeah, I'm interested to see, like, what kind of, like, character she is. Yeah. She, yeah. yeah. So she was working there as an intern for a while. Um, she was a grad student, like I said, so she's about to get her master's degree. Um, she was actually graduating really soon. Um, and she was, she was really well known. She was a really well liked girl. Um, she had a lot of friends. She actually was like super fucking smart. I don't know why I sounded so surprised, but she was like really smart and she would do her internship during the week. And then on the weekends, she would fly home for weekend classes. 
Like, what the hell? Also, what kind of money did you have for that? Like, how cheap were flights back then? Yeah, where is she from? California. Oh, forgot to mention, she's from California. It's funny, when you look it up, it says she's from Cleveland, but, like, everything else is... I think it's like she was born in Cleveland and maybe immediately moved to California. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, she grew up in California. She was going to USC. She's about to graduate. Life was good for her. She had a lot of friends, and she also had a thing for older men that was like well known from her family and friends that that was the kind of men she went for um which good for you chandra but as i've said before where does that come from in you and are you okay um and she had actually while she was interning in dc she told her aunt linda that she was dating this man in his 50s who quote looks like harrison ford and she was like obsessed with him and she was in love with him and then she later told her aunt linda that this man that she was in love with was a congressman but she didn't give any further details because she said she was like sworn to secrecy about it but later she was like it's gary condit who at the time was the representative of Chandra's district in California. So she had a connection with him that way. And they actually met because Chandra and her friend, like her friend that she went to DC with, when she first got there, they were just like, let's just go to his office. Like he's our congressman, let's go meet him. And so they went to go meet him. And it's so fucking creepy to me. He just like, like he came out, he was like, oh, hello. It's so nice to meet you. Which is like, okay, nice politician. But he was like, he took pictures with them and he was like, he had his arms around them. It's kind of uncomfortable, especially just knowing what happens. And he, the one, Chandra's friend, I can't remember her name, but she was looking for an internship. And she just mentioned that to Gary and Gary was like, oh, you can have an internship here. Immediately just offered it to her on the spot. Oh no. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Those She's vibes. so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Girl. Okay. I won't, again, judge because she really needed one. And she was like, okay. Did she accept it? She accepted it and she interned there. And I just want to say, like, girl, run. Like, seriously. Like, I try not to. But also, like, these girls are smart. Right. Like, I like I trust them. Like, I know. Like, I don't know if any alarm bells went off for them. I don't know if to them it was like, oh, that's creepy. Or if it was like, oh, cool. Like, I just got an internship offer. Like, yeah. I don't know if they were nervous about it, but she started interning there and then Chandra got to know him and they were having an affair. Gary was married. He was a married man. Um, Shocker, they always are. And they had an affair um, and Chandra was just madly in love with him. Like she wanted to marry him and have kids with him and she wanted him to leave his wife and she wanted to be with him forever. Um, And like not long after she had moved to DC, she like contacted her landlord even and was like, I might be moving out because I might be moving in with my boyfriend. And then like a week later, she was like, "Never mind, that's not happening. And the landlord was like, I don't think she ever consulted her boyfriend about moving in with him. I think that was just like, her dreaming (laughs) yeah that's so weird like how did she think she was gonna do that if he's married and has children yeah i think i think he does have kids hold on let me look it up i don't i like i couldn't remember if you said that yeah he does oh my god he does have kids i forgot they both had to later in this they both had to resign from their jobs because of the everything that was going on like fucking imagine your dad fucking up so bad that you have to quit your job like Count me out, sir. Yeah. Um, so Chandra loves Gary and Gary has a wife. So things are a little difficult for Chandra and Gary, but they were making it work. And on the last day of her internship, April 23rd, she was getting ready to go home to California. And she had like told her landlord that she was going to be moving out. She was talking to her parents about like what flights to take home. And she had given her landlord like a date range. She's like, I'll either be moving out on May 5th or May 6th. And her landlord was like, all right, that's fine. Just... Let me know when you know exactly which day. <gasps> Finally. Albert! Yeah. Come here, buddy. Say it again. Skipper. <laughs> if you can be good, you can come in. Hey. <laughs> he looks so funny. <laughs> he looks like the like girl emoji that's just standing there. <laughs> Do you want to come in or not? Can I shut the door? Okay. Hi. Okay, this is your decision. (laughs) Fucking weirdo. (laughs) I've been waiting for the meow. He just sits there and screams. 
I have to leave him for the first time, like overnight. <laughs> That's so crazy. I've never left my cat. Actually, I think I have left him. I don't know if I've left him overnight, honestly, but I have to leave him for a couple days because last time I went on a trip, I took him with me, but I can't this time. And I'm so, I don't, ugh, I really don't want to Yeah. not looking forward to it. But anyhow, back to Chandra. <laughs> um, she is getting ready to leave. She canceled her gym membership. She started packing up her stuff. She's like, all right, I gotta go home. On the night of April 29th, Chandra called her Aunt Linda and her Aunt Linda didn't answer, but she just left a voicemail and was like, girl, call me back. I need to tell you something about my life and it's really important, but just call me and I'll tell you when you call me. But guess what? Linda doesn't return the call and Chandra never gets the opportunity to tell her whatever was happening. And so that just stays a secret forever what yep okay wait do you hear that he's opening and closing the bathroom cupboards <laughs> i wake up to that every night what we actually it's a little game he's insane we actually put these little like pads on the door so that it's quieter it's usually like a loud ass like boom That's but he crazy. sleeps in there God bless his heart. Cats, man. So fucking weird. So Chandra's secret stays a secret forever. So nobody knows. And I just want to say, if you ever have something that you want to tell somebody really badly and you can't tell the one person you want to tell, just tell somebody. Like, That's always what I do. Seriously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I cannot keep something in me sometimes, but like, like I always have to tell someone, like, I will go through like multiple people, like, and like, I'll end up at like, literally like my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know my mom should be, like, my first resort, but for some things, I'm just, like, I can't. Mm-hmm. No, I just feel like, yeah, like, even if it's the last person you want to tell, even if it's your fucking mailman, like, or just write it down somewhere or something yeah. so that somebody knows what you were going to say because, bitch, you're going to go missing. Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, we need to know where you are. We need to know your secrets. And she never got, I already said that. So, May, on the morning of May 1st, Chandra emailed her parents with really, like, non-specific travel plans. She was just like, I think I'm going to be coming back on this day. Let me know what flights sound good. Love you. That's all. Um, And that was the last time that they ever heard from her. And after that, Mary, that's not her name. Where the (laughs) fuck did Mary come from? (laughs) As soon as I said it, I was like, wait. (laughs) That's so funny. And after that, Chandra was never seen or heard from again. So, where the fuck is she? We're going to get into that after a quick smoke Wait, break. Wait, no one else? Nope. Oh! Ah! So yup. That girl, gone. Have you seen cicadas or heard them? No, I haven't. And I found out, we talked about cicadas last week, and I found out they live under they there. They live in the ground. Did I people tell you that? that? Too. I where was it? I I don't remember, but I literally thought about that too. And I was like, who did I talk about that with? And then I was listening and I was like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it was that. <laughs> yeah, my friend Casey, shout out Casey. She was like, yes, they live underground. And I was like, I thought so. <laughs> I like don't know where I ever heard that or how I learned it, but I thought so. <laughs> um, anyway, so on May 2nd, Chandra's landlord called her and asked which day she was going to be leaving. Like if she knew for sure, because before she just had a little range and she didn't answer, but he was like, okay, like I'll call her back. Um, so we called her back the next day, which was a Thursday. Um, and once again, no answer. He was like, okay, this is kind of weird because Chandra's very responsive. She always gets back to him. She's like, he was like, this is something's off. Um, so he didn't do anything about it though. And didn't get a response from her, her Thursday, Friday or Saturday. And at this point too, Chandra's parents were like, where is she? Like, she's supposed to be coming home at this point. Like she's supposed to be contacting us about like what plane she's getting on and like what we're doing and everything and we haven't heard from her like something's wrong um and they asked the landlord to like slide some notes under her door and um just let them know that like she was worried like they were worried about her and he did that and they were trying to get the landlord to go in but he wouldn't because it was like against the law so understandable but also like bro just fucking do it like yeah fucking cares about the law just do it like these parents are asking you and like you he also was suspicious so it's like just 
do it. Yeah, and he's like a landlord, and only landlords just fucking get away with like anything. Yeah, and like fuck you if you're a landlord. Seriously, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, so Chandra's parents are freaking out, and eventually. They look into her phone bill because they are, she's still on their plan. And they see that she's been making calls to one phone number over and over again recently. Like, not since she's been missing, but, Mm -hmm. like, recently over the past couple months, there's been a lot of calls to this one number. So, they call the number, and it's the office of their congressman, Gary Condit. They're like, what the fuck? Like, why has she been... In contact with Gary. That's a little weird. So they waste no fucking time at all. I love these parents. And since they live in his district, he lives in their area. And they're like, maybe he's in the phone book. Maybe his number's in the phone book. So they look him up on the phone book and he fucking is. So they call him at his house. They call Gary Condit and they say, hey, our daughter Chandra, you ever heard of her? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's amazing i love parents like that same Fucking finally like i'm happy someone did it something like, same landlord? like i was happy for a second that he like knew something was wrong because normally people don't mm-hmm. normally people just don't care yeah like they just don't care at all but like for him to actually notice and be like wait something's off so they look him up and they call him at his house and they're like hey you know my daughter Sean- Sean- blah, 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 blah. they know my daughter chandra he's like Yeah, I know Chandra. She's been by my office once or twice. Um, I've talked to her once or twice. Uh, I'm kind of like a mentor to her. And they were like, all right. (laughs) And they immediately knew, they knew Chandra. They knew she was an older man. And they were like, something here isn't right. Like, they just immediately were like, something here is not clicking. So they called the police and they were like, our daughter's missing. Can you please go into her apartment? And at first they didn't do anything. They were like, adults can go missing. What? Yup. Like, I fucking hate fucking the police. What? They're like, adults are allowed to just not want to call you back for a couple days. Like, adults are allowed to walk away. Like, it's their life. They can do what they want. They're like, no, like... It's not even what this is. No. They have... Re- like. What the fuck? The police Ew. fuck this one up big time in okay. many ways. So this is just the start of it. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck. Yeah, they, it's bad. They fuck this one up real bad. So they call the police. Gary Condit gets questioned pretty much immediately because they were like, we're pretty sure he's got maybe something to do with this. Something's going on here. And he was like, no. Um, He said the same thing that he said to her her parents who's like we she was kind of a mentor to me i saw her a few times but he would say it in different ways he would be like oh she came by my office a few times or he would be like oh i saw her in passing a few times or oh we went to brunch or oh we did this he would say different things but he would always say we were not intimate like it wasn't an intimate thing and everybody was like that's bullshit but okay gary mr gary and he was like i don't see why this even pertains to the case like sir it's motive for a woman to go missing yeah that's weird. Wait. I don't know what you said. Never mind. Keep going. I do that all the fucking time. I'll have a thought and then immediately lose it. So the police get a warrant to search Chandra's apartment about a week after she was last known to be heard from. So we are fucking behind. Like the first 48 hours are the most important after somebody goes missing. And they are just now looking into her apartment a week after she went missing. May 8th. Yeah, your birthday. Yeah. So I shouldn't like whatever, but my <laughs> main character syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I okay. Have you actually seen this? Is random the show the first forty eight? No. Okay. No, but I did listen to a podcast. The first forty eight with what's her name? Oh my god, what is her name? Oh my god, Marsha Clark. Okay, well, oh, it's I, like a TV. Wait. The what I listened to was a podcast of a TV show. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I listened to the one about this case. But what were you going to say? Oh, no, I just, I don't even remember. Just that 48 hour, that was, keep going. (laughs) I'm being crazy right now. (laughs) Yes, so the first 48 hours are the most important, and they're searching a week after, and they get into her apartment, and remember the notes that the landlord was sliding under the door? Yeah. Okay, so they weren't just like, you'd think they'd be like right under the door, right? They weren't. They were like spread out everywhere they were like all across the apartment so that's a little weird and her apartment was it looked like she just ran out 
Oh my God. It looked like she just ran out the front door. Her suitcases were partially packed. Like she was in the middle of getting ready to go home. There was dishes in the sink. She left her cell phone. She left her running shoes, which is important later. That's going to come up later. She left her license, her credit cards, like everything. She left everything and just left. But her apartment keys were missing. So it's literally like she grabbed her keys and left. Another way that this case got really fucked up is because of the way that CCTV works. And if you don't know, I will tell you that every, so CCTV, which is like public security cameras or like security cameras in apartment buildings or um, like, you know, like complexes and stuff like that, or like public security cameras, um, usually after a week or after 48 hours or after something like that, they are deleted and recorded over. Still? Yep. Okay, they need to change. Like, they don't have the technology to do it. Literally. And, like, if you've ever seen CCTV, it's still that gray, shaky, grainy footage. Like, what the fuck? I could literally, like, Jeff Bezos can see into my home at all times, and you're telling me that's the CCTV we have? Literally, like, someone might as well just fucking buy a phone and just let it record. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) What? Ew. It's so fucking, it's so shitty. So they had no CCTV of Chandra leaving her apartment. So they have no idea, like, what kind of condition she she was in, if she looked worried, if she was, like, on the phone, or, well, she didn't have her phone, but, like, if she looked worried or if she was with somebody or, like, anything. They had no idea the cops were there in her apartment looking around and they were like oh she used the her computer she used the internet the day that she went missing on may 1st so they were like oh this is cool information but guess what they deleted her search history huh (laughs) okay that's just i just am thinking about one thing and it's because he's a congressman yeah Yeah, they just somehow deleted her search history. And, like, I have two things to say. So I don't want to forget either of them. So I'm making it public that I have two things to say. The first is that I'm going to probably piss a few people off. Because I listened to the Crime Junkie episode about this case in my research. And I got conflicting information. Because they first said that the computer crashed. And the police were like, oh, don't, and the computer crashed. And they are known to be kind of police lovers, and they side with the police a lot in times where it's like, mm, you maybe shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a documentary um, on Oxygen, and they said that the cops accidentally, in quotes, deleted the search history. And then a few other things that I read that'll be in, like, the notes. I can't remember the exact, like website said that the cops deleted it like that was the thing that i heard over and over again so crime junkie i take offense from that the second thing that i want to (laughs) say is that um fuck what was it fuck i knew i was gonna do this oh 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 i remember i got it oh i knew it would be there um so like it's still the internet so it's not gone forever but it takes a long time for them to get the search history back. Like now it takes like literally probably 30 seconds to get your search history back if you delete it, but it took them a month. So it literally took them an entire month to figure out what she was looking up in those last hours before she was last seen, which is extremely important. Like it's, they just fucked up everything over and over again in this case. It's so frustrating. And so she had her, her cell phone was left in her apartment and she had some messages on her voicemail from Mr. Gary Condit. How crazy how that works. None of them are, like, incriminating, incriminating, but they were like, hey, this time works for me. If it works for you, um, call me. Yeah. Just, like, why are you leaving that message on her phone if you're just her mentor? Mm -hmm. It's weird. So it just was very suspicious, and the cops immediately were like, okay, so they're having an affair. Like, they could immediately tell they were having an affair. On May 7th, Gary asked Condit, as my notes say, called the police about Chandra's disappearance, quote, on behalf of Susan Levy as her congressman, which is so fucking garbage. So she, he literally called the police and was like, hey, I'm calling on behalf of a concerned citizen, um, uh, a woman who lives in my district, Susan Levy, which is Chandra's mom. She is uh, worried about her daughter. So I just want to make sure that you guys are all over this investigation. Oh, my God. I 
hate when this shit happens when people pull this shit in cases. Like, it is seriously disgusting. It literally is. Even as a cover-up, like, that is just so, like, bad and twisted and just so, oh, it makes me so mad. Same. It's, he's just fucking garbage. Like, he's just, like... All you had to do was call the police and be like, hey, I heard about this missing girl who's... All you had to say was that if you, he was so worried is that she was interning at the FBI or wherever she was interning the prisons. Like, be like, I've heard about this and I want you guys to take it seriously. To do it, to take advantage of your position over the parents, I just don't like that. It's just mm-hmm. shitty and it's like, ugh. It just makes... It gives me the ick. I don't like it. And... <clears throat> Chandra's parents were, like, all over the media with it. Um, And Chandra's mom, Susan, was actually just, like, begging Gary to talk. Because they were like, we know you know something. And so she would, like, be on TV and be like, Gary is not telling us everything that he knows. He needs to cooperate with the police. He's not giving us everything. So, Gary, you need to tell us more. Like, bad bitch energy. Love her. I love that, yeah. I fuck with Susan. I fuck with Susan, too. So, her parents are all over the media. They're doing a great job. Love them so much. And at this point, her aunt, who she had told about um, the affair, had come forward um, to the rest of the family and also to the media about what Chandra had told her. So, Everybody knew that they were having an affair, but Gary just kept fucking denying it. Like, it was public knowledge that they were together and they were having an affair and that she really was in love with him and that they were, like, a thing. And he was like, no, that's not true. See, that is just, that just makes me so mad, too, because even, like, just like didn't oh my god because he definitely uh, he obviously like had feelings for her obviously just like denying that like that's just like it makes it look like it's like embarrassing for her it makes him look guilty Mm -hmm. even if he's not guilty because i think you can cheat on your wife and not be a murderer but even if you're not guilty you need to come clean and be like yeah we were having an affair but i didn't murder her and i really hope she gets found or like i didn't kidnap her i didn't do anything yeah like i really hope she gets found like It's just crazy the way he is denying. And it's so fucking funny. It's so ironic, too, because when the whole Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky thing happened, he was so critical of Bill Clinton. And he was like, you need to be honest about what happened and you need to tell the truth and you need to, like, our country deserves honesty. And it's like, sir. Where was that in 2001? Our country deserves honesty. Like, No, it's the same. I think... Monica Lewinsky was before. Oh. Yeah. I love her. I love when she, like, capitalizes off of it. (laughs) Have you seen her tweets? Did she just do something? Yeah. I just saw something. That's, like, the first thing I've seen. I love her. That's so funny. And she deserves to. She's, like, fucking allowed. Absolutely. It's funny, too. Laugh at it. Like, to take your trauma like that and then own it and then, like, capitalize off of it? Fucking genius. I love yeah, it. That's when you're allowed to capitalize off of things. Absolutely. I love her. Um, Chandra's aunt also told the media and Chandra's family that Gary made Chandra jump through a lot of weird hoops in order to be with him. Just to be, like, sworn to secrecy so that nobody found out. So, they never went out in D.C. They would always go to, like, faraway towns and cities. Um, He didn't let her bring her ID anywhere, which is just fucking weird. Because it's, like, what kind of weird control do you have to have over somebody? Um, And if she were, like, going to his condo and somebody else got on the elevator with her, she would have to get off on a different floor. So that the person on the elevator didn't know she was getting off on Gary's floor. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And the fact that he has to, like, communicate that, like, him explicitly saying, like, don't bring your ID. It's like, okay, if she's found, no ID. Like, I just, I just wonder at what point in your life when you're married, you're just like, okay, well, now I'm going to start cheating. This is when I'm going to start cheating on my wife. Seriously? And that is so scary to think about. I know. It's literally terrifying. Yeah. Ugh. Because, like, why, bro? You literally have a wife and kids, like... I was going to say I get it, but I don't. But, like, I his, I think his reasoning would be, like, oh, I live in D.C. half the time and my wife isn't with me and I need to have sex. Or, like, I'm not having sex with my wife. It's, like, get the fuck over it. Like, Yeah, seriously, get over it. Literally uh, get over it. Go fucking fly home. Yeah. You can do it. Don't be a victim. Like, don't make all these little girls be a victim and make them fall in love with you and then you go back and be with your wife. Yeah. It's shitty. So, where were we? <laughs> 
Oh, I, yeah, my, just all the crazy things that he would make her do. Just don't fucking cheat on your wife. They did DNA testing, though, and they, the police could, like, confirm, confirm that they were having an affair because they, some of his DNA was found in her underwear from her apartment. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you really can't. You really can't get past that one, buddy. So it was like confirmed, confirmed. They were having an affair. On May 10th, Chandra's parents announced that they were having, there was a $25,000 reward for any information about Chandra or like anything at all. Um, And the next day, Gary Condit called them and was like, here's $10,000 to add to the reward money. Um, And he said he did it because, quote, Chandra is a great person and a good friend. We hope she is found safe and sound. Which rhymes and also, fuck you, like, weird like thanks for the money but also like just admit you were having an affair with her yeah that's a great person like ew yeah yeah so on may 11th chandra misses what would have been her graduation from usc so that's when to the police and to her parents they know like something's wrong like she's not she didn't just run away like she's actually somewhere this is actually when the police started fucking taking it seriously may 11th 11 days after she went missing like come on like i don't get why they don't take like every case seriously it doesn't isn't that funny how they can like pick and choose yeah and also like Because it's, like, connected to, like, government people. It's definitely, like, some fucked up, like, oh, like, we can cover this up because we don't want him to have a bad reputation. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate it. And, yeah, because even if he's not guilty, like, because I don't even know if I think he's guilty, but it's, like, just be honest. Like, come forward about it. Like, Mm -hmm. you just need to... It's just so shitty. And, like, men just get away with this stuff. Um... He did... Oh, no, wait. I missed... So, after she missed her graduation, they did a lot of searches of the area, but they didn't find anything. Um, And on June 23rd... Oh, they also searched an area called Rock Creek Park, which was just, like, a popular running area. And they were like, maybe she just went for a jog. Where Her friends were like, no, she doesn't go for jogs. She's not that kind of person, especially to go out alone. They were like, I don't think so. She's not that kind of person. Um... So, on June 23rd, almost two months later, Condit finally gave his first formal interview to the police for the very first time for some fucking reason, literally almost two months later. And he actually did have an alibi the day that she went missing. His wife was in town, so he couldn't be with his side chick. And he had meetings all day that he was, like, vouched to be in. They were like, yeah, he was there. We saw him. And then his wife says that she spent that whole night with him. So, he wasn't with Chandra that day. Um, And... There was no way to link him to her that day. On July 2nd, a woman named Anne Marie Smith came forward and said that she was having an affair at the same time that Gary, or at the same time that Chandra was. Um, she was having an affair with Gary. So they were both having an affair with Gary at the same time. Um, and she said that as soon as the news about Chandra broke that she was missing, he called off the affair and tried to get her to sign like an affidavit saying that they never had an affair. Oh, my God. Affidavit. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Ah! I know. I fucking hate the affidavit. I hate that word. Yeah. Affidavit? It's so, like, like fuck you. Like, I That's hate it. About it. Affidavit. It's so shitty. And, of course, Gary Condit denied it, but it was like, nobody really believes you here, sir. Like, you're not the one who people believe in this situation. Um, So on July 5th, Gary finally told the police that he had a sexual relationship with Chandra, but he only said it to the police. He didn't say to the media or anything. He didn't like ever come forward and honestly say to anybody other than the police that he had an affair with Chandra. On July 10th, there was a warrant out for um, Gary's condo. So they went and they could search it, but there was literally no sign of anything. Um, There was no sign of foul play. There was no, they did like the luminol testing. There was no blood. There was no anything that was suspicious at all or anything out of place. So it was like, they had nothing to, like the police really, really wanted to charge him on this. And that's the only thing they really cared about. They didn't investigate really any, any other leads. They didn't try to like look into anything else. They were like, oh, well, it's obviously Gary. And so they just kept looking and looking and looking for it, for something to be him, but they had nothing. Mm -hmm. And so they were just like, clawing trying to get something over and over and over again and they had nothing he passed a lie detector test which i don't really give a fuck about because fuck a lie detector test yeah but 
one thing that was a little bit suspicious was that a man came forward and said that the night after they searched his house, they saw Gary by the dumpster and he put something in there like super duper far down. And so the police obviously went and investigated it and they hadn't taken the trash yet. So the police did a little dumpster dive and they found what he put in there. And it was, it was a watch who they looked up the serial number and they saw that it was bought by a woman named Jolene. And so they found Jolene, who was a woman who worked in Gary's office, who had an affair with him. Shocker. And she ended the affair um, before all of the Chandra stuff, just because she hated all the loopholes that he made her jump through. Understandable. <laughs> and she said that he was super manipulative and super controlling. But I don't know, like, how do they know that that's what he put in the dumpster, you know? Yeah. And, like, why would he... I feel like it's, I don't know, like, I get why he would bury the watch so far, but it's, like, it's a watch. And mm -hmm. it's, like, not, like, it was Chandra or, like, a recent affair. Right. And, like, you've already admitted to the police that you had an affair, so why are you trying to hide the fact that you've had an affair before? Because, yeah. if anything, that makes you look less suspicious because it shows that you've had affairs and not kidnapped the person. Yeah. <laughs> like, True. I don't know. It's just, it, that part was just weird to me. Um, so on July 19th, the investigators were finally able to release the websites that she was visiting on those couple days or on those couple hours before she went missing that they had to retrieve because they fucking deleted. Um, and it was a lot of just boring stuff. There was um, like she went to USA Today. She went to the Washington Post. Just like things that you look at on the Internet. Nothing really that interesting. But there was a map quest. Do you remember map quest? No, but I know the name. What my mom, I remember my mom would use MapQuest. It was before GPSs when you would have to like print out the directions oh, to I go somewhere. Like, yes. Okay. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom would use that. And I was always like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I remember being like, I don't ever want to have to learn how to do this. And thank God I didn't. Seriously. Thank you, Steve Jobs. You rock. <laughs> so she had a MapQuest to a mansion in a place called Rock Creek Park. Sound familiar? It was the park that they had searched before but didn't find anything so that same day the police were like i don't like the results of the lie detector test that we got which i don't either but like can't really just decide that um so they decide to take a search party to the area um of that mansion in rock creek park that she was looking up and it's kind of just like a it's not, it's like an abandoned mansion, I think, that was like turned into like a little like place in a park. And like, there was a lot of popular running paths and stuff like that around it. But remember, Chandra was not a runner. She wasn't a jogger and she didn't go places by herself. So it was weird that she was looking that up. So they were like, maybe she was going to meet somebody there. Mm -hmm. um, so they take a search party and they only search right on the path and they find nothing, nothing at all. And the police chief were like, there we're not we're not gonna find her the chief chief police was like no police chief was like yes i said were and that would be plural and police chief is singular and was is singular <laughs> the police chief was like we really don't think we're gonna find chandra and at this point they did not think they were gonna find her alive they kind of just like gave up hope and it's like oh well thank you like you're just not going to keep doing your job. You're not going to keep looking for her. You're not going to chase any other leads other than Gary Condit. Yeah. And, like, why, why did they only search on the path? Why right. Why like, her body just, or, like, whatever be on the path? Yeah. Like, someone would have found it by now, two months, three months later. You'd think. Like, weird. right. It's super weird. So, the investigation kind of continues, but they don't do anything. They don't find anything. And Gary Condit is running for re-election, even though everybody publicly hates him. Like, everybody thinks he's a liar. He has a terrible, terrible reputation. He's just, like, known as not a good person and nobody likes him. But for some reason, he has the confidence of a bland white man, so he just keeps <laughs> going. And he's like, I'm running still for my position because I like it. And he did some sort of like media campaign where he did a lot of interviews and he sat down with um, Connie Chung and did an interview with her and he just claimed he was completely innocent. He denied the affair and he just was talking in circles. It was annoying to watch because he said the same shit over and over and over again. He was just like out of respect for Chandra's family, I don't want to give the details of our relationship and he would say like, I just hope she gets found over and over again. It's like why are you doing this? Like, if you only have three statements to say, 
why are you doing this? Yeah, and that seems like an automated statement that, like, a lawyer would be like, if you're asked these questions, like, you have to say, or you need to say this. So it's like, you're answering it, but you're avoiding it. Literally, like, if he was just, like, pressing a button and, like, saying that, like, that's all that came out of him. He never, he actually even, like, accused Chandra's parents and, like, the police and his lawyers, like, he was, like, slandering them and being, like, you misrepresented me and you slandered me and you, like, showed me in a light that I'm not and I don't cheat on my wife, yada, yada, yada. Like, you do, bro. Just own it. What? Just accept it. That's so, like, especially to her parents. Like, that really makes me upset. Yeah, I know. Like, so you're slandering me. What? Like, what's wrong with you? We're allowed to. <laughs> like, you suck. I fucking hate him. <laughs> he obviously lost the election by a landslide and... At this point, it's the end of the summer in 2001, and they aren't really finding anything, but they're keeping Chandra's name in the press. Her parents are doing a really good job because they're fucking amazing. But then it is September 11th, and her case just loses all coverage that it got because 9-11 took over, and Chandra's case just got lost. Like, nobody really cared about it anymore. It didn't get any coverage, and nothing happened for years so just to sit with that for a second and wait and see what eventually does happen we're gonna take a quick smoke break if you've been wanting to treat yourself to that new piece or bong or whatever you want to say now's the time And we can give you 20% off your entire purchase at iSellGlass.shop using the offer code TRULYHIGHCRIME at checkout. They have a wide variety of really cute bongs and smoking accessories. But of course, these pieces are for legal substances only and you have to be at least 18 or of legal age to smoke in your area. So go to iSellGlass.shop and get 20% off your entire purchase with offer code TRULYHIGHCRIME. So nothing is heard from Chandra until May of 2002 when this man was walking his dog in Rock Creek Park. Once again, sound familiar. And his dog came across a human skull. Oh my. So he calls the police. He's really calm in the phone call. Like he's, I hope I'm going to try to put the 911 call in here if I can find it, but he's so calm. And it's like, at first I was like, damn, like for seeing a human skull, that's pretty calm. But also he was probably just like, um, there's a human skull. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. Like I get it. Like the second <laughs> listen, I was like, okay, yeah. Like that's probably how I would be too. So they identified the skull using dental records as Chandra Levy. So... They finally had some kind of answer, but it was not the answer they were looking for. And now they just had more questions. It was like, okay, well, what the fuck? They also found more of her remains scattered off of a, like, deep slope. Um, But her body was completely decomposed. And they didn't even find all of her because they thought, like, animals had gotten to her. And, like, she just had decomposed. And they didn't find a lot of her body. So, because of this, there is no way to determine a time or cause of death at all. They also found with Chandra her Walkman, her sunglasses, and some clothes, like a sports bra, and then a pair of, like, tennis shoes. But her running shoes... It's kind of conflicting because one source said her running shoes were at home, and then one source says her she had tennis shoes with her. So, I don't know. Um, But her clothes were inside out, and her pants were knotted at the bottom of both legs. So... People were thinking sexual assault, but they had no way of confirming it. It just looked like there had obviously been a struggle. And her running shoes were apparently in her apartment. So it's like, why would she be on a, quote, run without her running shoes? Like, was the tennis shoes that she had with her just, like, sneakers that she... Like, you know, like... Yeah. Because, like, I have shoes that are sneakers that I wouldn't run in. But... Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe there are pictures that I'll find. I'll post them. Check out. So the police fucked up once again, and they touched all of her stuff. And so they couldn't, when they wanted to do a DNA thing, they couldn't because there was all kinds of male DNA all over it. (laughs) Funny how they always just tend to fuck everything up. But they did test the DNA that was found on the clothes. And there was 
unidentified male specimen on the DNA or on the clothes, but it wasn't Gary. They tested it to not be Gary and they never, ever found who it was. So there's that. And just a reminder, they never did any other investigating into any other leads at all or looked into anybody else at all when she went missing. So just love how well they handled this one. They already did search Rock Creek Park once, maybe twice. And if they would have searched just a little bit harder, they would have found her almost 10 months ago and maybe would have been able to find um, like some sort of time or cause of death, but they do rule her manner of death as homicide. Her apartment looked like she had was like in the middle of packing and just like got up and left, which is a weird thing to do in the first place. And also she is reported to not like going on runs and not being alone. So why should be, she, why would she in the middle of packing, get up and go to a park and run? Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder, like, if someone, like, came into her house, but also, like, why did she have her, like, what did she have with her, or what was not in her apartment, her key? Yeah, well, the only thing that wasn't in her apartment was her apartment key. Okay, maybe, like, she had it in her pocket, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, though. I know, and, like... It just makes me think, like, maybe she was going to meet somebody, but I don't know why she would be meeting Gary there, because they would meet at his condo. Like, they wouldn't, they didn't have to meet in the middle of a park. And that was a park in D.C. They wouldn't meet there. He wouldn't meet her in D.C. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe she was going to meet somebody, but I don't think she was going to meet Gary. I think it's, there was also a report of somebody screaming in her apartment complex one night. And so, like, one of her neighbors called the police and was like, somebody just screamed. But nothing ever came of it. And, like, there was, that was it. Like, that was the only other evidence that never really got searched into. And, like, remember how the notes were all scattered all around her apartment? Like, Mm -hmm. somebody had been there? Yeah, maybe I kind of am circling back to someone being there. Like, I don't know, like, all I can, since the only person we really know is, like, Gary, like, maybe he had some reason, like, did he have, like, a reason to be, like, get out of my, like, get out of my life the only way I can do it is like kill you I don't so in one source it said that one that okay so it's pretty much that Chandra really really wanted Gary to leave his wife and Gary didn't want to leave his wife obviously and so he apparently Chandra had plans that weekend while his wife was in town to be like, you need to confront your wife about our relationship so that we can be together. And so maybe Gary found out that she was going to do that and was like, girl, you need to shut the fuck up and not say anything. And he killed her, but there's no evidence linking him, linking him to it. Yeah, that's true. I hate him. I don't think he's a good person, but I don't think he did this. Mm-hmm. that's my stance and it sucks because i want it to be him because i don't like him but mm-hmm. it's like that's what the police thought too and i think that's why this got botched like i think if they would have went into it because one of the podcasts that i listened to with uh marcia clark she talked about confirmation bias and how the police went into it pretty much knowing that their suspect was going to be gary Cond- condit whatever the fuck's name is and they didn't think about anything else and they only would think about the things that confirmed their theories. Like they would do anything to try to get something on Gary, but they wouldn't do anything to search for anything else. So I just, I think the investigation was just handled really poorly. I think if it were done differently from the start, things would be different with Chandra's case. Yeah. I'm also thinking like, okay, well, is he like, like rich enough like i'm like think i'm like trying to think of everything about gary just because like we hate him i know like would he hire like a hitman but also like wouldn't there be evidence of him doing that somehow or i don't know yeah see i he acts so suspicious Mm -hmm. like there's just no evidence that's like yes Mm -hmm. that's him he did it like that confirms it because i want it to be him like he's so suspicious he won't confirm he won't like he's just so fucking stupid he drives me insane and it's like i want you to be the person who did it so we could have the answer but 
I don't think so because he also had an alibi the whole day that like she was last heard from. And I don't think he would hire a hitman or anything like that because I just don't think he was in that kind of league of, I mean, he was, he was a success. He was in the path of being a successful politician. Like on the day that she went missing, he was hanging out with like Al Gore and he was at the white house. Like he was a rising politician. Mm -hmm. He fucked that up real quick, but like, I don't think at the level to get a hitman or any or have like government ties. I don't know if the whole erasing the history thing is like that seems like something that Gary would have them do mm-hmm. and police would take a bribe for. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, every anything with like government and police, like it's like I just feel like <laughs> they're gonna like just shake hands and be like, sure. Whatever. I immediately don't trust it. But, like, I understand, like, I feel like that's what I was thinking about. Like, is he even in, like, that sort of, like, I guess power, for lack of a better word, to, like, hire a hit, like, someone who, like, Jeffrey Epstein or something like that? Yeah. I'm like, I don't think so. I think, like, maybe in 10 years, if this would have been 10 years later, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it was that serious at this time, maybe. Yeah. Or, like, that serious. Right. Like, Yeah. So, the police learn about some recent attacks. My throat is, like, so itchy. I have to do that gross sound. Okay. The police had found out about some recent attacks in the area that had happened um, right before Chandra went missing. Or, I mean, right after Chandra went missing. Um, His name was Ingmar Guandique, and he was an immigrant from Al Salvador. El Salvador. He was an immigrant from El Salvador and he came here in quotes illegally because I don't think that's a thing, but he was not in the country legally and he didn't speak English and he didn't have much of an education. Um, and he came to the U S for once again, in quotes, a better life. Um, and ended up broke and addicted to drugs with no support, which is like a whole pipeline that we could talk about because, that's what happens when you think you're coming here for the American dream. We don't have that. That doesn't exist. Seriously, there is none. As no. American, what is it? No, our system's broken. And especially if you're an immigrant, we're going to fucking treat you like shit because this place fucking sucks. And I'm yeah. sorry. And I'm sorry. This is the thing like, like, think is the good place because it's like, what's well, better? Okay. It's, I'm just going to stop. I know. I could go off. I know. I almost, in my notes, I actually had like three more lines, but then I just erased it and I just put, let's talk about that pipeline because literally like, I'm sorry that that's, we're so bad at brainwashing people into being like, come here because it's good. And in reality, we just want to have control over the whole world. God, I fucking hate it. Um, so this guy though, turned to crime. He wasn't a good guy. He turned to crime as a way to get drugs and he ended up becoming violent. Um, it was really easy for them to paint the, paint the picture like of illegal immigrant becomes violent drug user. And it was just, it was, it was shitty stereotyping because it was like, it's not connected. (laughs) Like it's not connected. And it's also like, this is systemic. So let's maybe look into that a little bit more. Um, all the documentaries I watched were so shitty because they were like, he was, you know, ugh, I hate, like, illegal alien and, like, words like that. No. It's, like, so fucking disgusting. Like, yeah. how can you talk about another person like that? Seriously, Like, yeah. a human being. Calling them an alien. That's so fucked up and, like, what? It's so sick. I know. It's just so dehumanizing. Um, So he actually was attacking women um and he had been arrested twice while chandra was missing but before her body was found because he attacked two women in rock creek park um they were attacks they weren't robberies and the women who were attacked both survived they were badass bitches um and they said that he wasn't going for like their engagement rings he wasn't going for their valuables or anything he wanted to attack them and hurt them like Mm -hmm. it was scary and they we're lucky to make it out alive. So it gives them a reason to think that he would kill or have something to do with Chandra's murder because the timeline matches up and it's something that he would do. Um, But remember, he didn't speak English. And so he's given a polygraph and he failed um, because they didn't have a translator, mind you. Why would they? And so they give him another polygraph and it's ruled inconclusive because they had to use a translator. But like, Either way, you were going to have to use the translator. So, 
why did you do it then? Like, they were just trying to get the answer that they wanted. And so they ruled it inconclusive. And it's like, fuck a lie detector test. Yeah. They never... I don't... I don't fuck with it, ever. No. I have anxiety. I would literally, like, be... My heart rate would be like, bitch, you're lying about everything. <laughs> Seriously. I would literally, like, trick myself. <laughs> literally. What's the story? Like, Seriously. <laughs> oh, same. That's so funny. Um, so they just... They didn't like him from the start. It was easy. It was easy for them to, like I said, just stereotype him and sentence him. And he got a 10-year sentence for the attacks that he did on those two women. So Chandra's case was considered cold until six years later when, in 2006, a jailhouse informant said that Guantique confessed to Chandra's murder to him. Jailhouse informants are, in this case, it was his cellmate. They are notoriously not telling the truth because pretty much what you could do this guy what he could do is say hey i know that this guandique guy i know that he killed chandra he told me now take 10 years off my sentence oh ew yep so it's like they have so much motive to lie and it's so you it just they shouldn't be it's just like lie detector tests it shouldn't be trusted and it sucks that that's the system too like Maybe we just just shouldn't. Here you go. Like, no matter what it is. Yeah. Like, maybe we just shouldn't lock people up forever so they don't, like, bargain their sentence on other people's lives. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I can just, people are probably going to be in our reviews. Like, she gets so political all the time. But, like, (laughs) fucking change things. Like, we're allowed. Yeah. This is my podcast. Don't listen. Anyway. um, So. There's just a lot of ethical issues involved with jailhouse informants, and the police don't really think that he did it. So this whole time, Guandique was claiming that he was innocent. Like, he says he has nothing to do with Chandra's murder. He had nothing to do with it at all. He was like, he confessed to the ones, the other attacks that he was a part of, but he's like, I had nothing to do with Chandra's murder. Um, But... The police were like, yeah, I don't know. Like, we don't really know if he did it or not. Like, looking back, because there were discrepancies and, like, he always claimed he was innocent. And the attacks that he was in jail for happened after Chandra was murdered. So, that would mean he would have to go back to the site, which is, like, something that a lot of profilers know that criminals don't do. You don't go Mm -hmm. back to the same place where you've already killed somebody. Yeah. So that's so the police were like, yeah, no, I'm not really sure if he did it. And yet, Guantique was charged with first degree murder. So fuck the system. We're going to take a smoke break real quick. Now that it's finally summer, you finally have more time to just lay around and watch movies. And that also means you have more time to listen to podcasts that are about movies. Meet Oscar Bait the Podcast. Maddie, Livy, Julia, and Emily talk about the best films that could be nominated for Oscars. Or are just straight up good movies. And they also covered all of the movies that won Oscars this year. So subscribe and listen to Oscar Bait the Podcast wherever you get your podcasts today. So, even though the police were like, yeah, this really might not have been Guandique, he was charged with first-degree murder, and he pleaded not guilty. Of course, because he said he was innocent. He didn't think, he, like, he didn't do it, according to him. I had to burp. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> His, previous cellmate said that he used to be in the same gang as Guandique, um, but then, like, turned his life around. And it was a gang that it was, like, El Salvadorians who came to the U.S. illegally who, like, would protect each other, but then they also were, like, a very violent gang, and they were, like, involved in human trafficking and stuff. Um, But this cellmate of Guandique says that he turned his life around and he wasn't in the gang anymore, and he claimed that he had never been an informant before and that he just wanted to help this case because he knew something. And he says that Guandique had admitted to killing Chandra, but he didn't rape her. And the reason that he admitted to it was because if you're in prison for, like, sex crimes or rape, people hate you and, like, people rape you. So Guandique didn't want to be, like, raped while he was in prison, and so he confessed to murdering Chandra to the cellmate, apparently. 
Um, so the prosecutor for Chandra made the argument that Chandra was bound and gagged and left to die by Guandique after he had attacked her, but there was absolutely no evidence putting him at the scene at all. Like, this was pretty much just a, a story that they made up to put him in jail. Albert, come on. So, yeah, he, there was no evidence about uh, against Guandique at all, except that nothing. <laughs> like, there was literally nothing. So, in November of 2010, however, the jury found Guandique guilty, and he was sentenced to 60 years in prison. So, their narrative of him being the illegal alien so disgusting worked. Albert, come on, buddy. I tried. <laughs> You have to be quiet okay. and good. So after Guan was arrested, he his lawyers immediately filed appeals. Um, and they figure out that the informant who claimed that he had never been an informant before and he just wanted to share his story um, was lying. They couldn't exactly confirm that he was lying about what Guan said, but he was lying about being out of the gang. He was lying about never being an informant before. Um, he was, yeah. So his, one of a girlfriend that he had had actually recorded him saying a bunch of stuff that like proved that he was lying, but they never got actually on recording that he said that Guandique never said that. So Mm -hmm. shitty circumstance, but they got enough that they were like, this man is not trustworthy. So Guandique's conviction gets appealed on that violation. Um, and instead of now at this point, they don't have enough to charge him on because that was pretty much the only evidence they had. So they don't have enough to convict him again. So they just deport him back to El Salvador. And in May of 2017, he was deported to El Salvador. In 2015, Gary Condit fucking went on Dr. Phil fucking dr phil and you want to know why to promote a book to promote his fucking book where he told his side of the story huh are you serious Uh uh-huh i fucking it was terrible it was disgusting like all he did he was like he he never admitted that they had a relationship he was like yeah, she came by my con. Like he said, a- he was like, she came by my office once, or she came by my condo once or twice. Maybe it was three times. Like he just, he literally, <laughs> ugh. And he was like, but there's nothing weird about people coming by my condo. People come by my condo all the time. There's nothing weird about that. Like, sir. That's a little. Why are say Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, why are all these people coming by your condo? Yeah, like why? Yeah, why? I feel like as a politician, you don't want people at your house, right? Like you would think you want to kind of keep that your private space. Yeah, you would think. I don't know. Like he literally is just such a weird. Like that's why I don't know. I don't think he killed her, but it wouldn't surprise me if it came out that he killed her Mm -hmm. because he's just a fucking weirdo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like I'll never not be fishy about him. Same. Like, his career in politics was ruined. Like, he doesn't... He didn't have a career in politics after that. And, like, he wrote this book. I'm never, ever going to read anything about it or anything. Mm -hmm. But I don't really care what he has to say because I'm sure he's just trying to be like, I am a good person who doesn't cheat on my wife. It's like... Mm, Just fucking own up to it. Seriously. It's it's really embarrassing because what this is... He did that. That's, like... It's more than a decade later that you're still. It's been twenty years. Oh my god! Yeah, now ah, since two thousand one. Doesn't that make you feel old? And we're only twenty one. Yeah, I know it's weird. Oh, I know. I just I don't like Gary overall, but I still have no idea who killed Chandra Levy. The investigation was, like, super botched. I think if they would have actually looked into it as soon as the landlord was suspicious and as soon as the parents were like, something's not right, I think we would know a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't. And there's not really any other theories out there because nobody knows anything. Like, I even tried – I got deep on Reddit and there was nothing. People were like – like, people either think it's Gwandi Gay or Gary was – is that it? Yeah, Gary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love forgetting it. <laughs> Fuck you, Gary. Yeah, I don't even – I really, like, wonder one day if someone will just – like, something will just happen. I don't know. But who knows, seriously. And that's really frustrating. And it's like – really sad too it is so sad because like right now there's nobody at all like her murder is unsolved 
Yeah. And it's been 20 years. Like, it sucks. It's so, like, like, you hear this story over and over and over again of, like, oh, yep, it's been 20 years and still nobody knows what happens. It's, like, how? Like, yeah. how have people – because somebody knows what happened. Like, how have people stayed quiet for this long? Yeah, again, like, I don't know how people don't tell people things. For real. Like, if I ever was involved in anything like that or knew somebody was involved, I'd be like... Like, I'm saying it right now. Yeah, like, like, I'd call somebody. I'd be like, you are not going to fucking believe this. Like, (laughs) seriously. Because even if they don't believe it, that's fine. At least I said it to somebody. Yeah. Like, (laughs) fuck it. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a baffle. It's like a frustrating case because it seems like it's so clear, but it's not Mm -hmm. as clear. Like you want it to be Gary and the police wanted it to be Gary, but it's just not. Yeah. And like, nobody really know. You don't know why she left her apartment. We don't know why she was where she was. We don't know anything. Like there's literally nothing that we know. Yeah, why was she going to the... Still wondering why she was going to the park. Right, like, what was she doing there in the first place? And, like, she left her card, like, her license and her debit. Mm. Yeah, and, like, some of the loopholes that Gary had were, like, you can't bring your license or anything, but, like, she left behind her license, her cell phone, her credit card, like, everything. So, yeah, it's just... It's, like, what what now? Like, what, what do we do? <laughs> Yeah, because now everything I say, I just keep, like, circling back. And I'm just, like, repeating myself. Yeah. It's frustrating me. It's, uh, it's, it's the most infuriating. It's, like, one of the most infuriating cases to me. Because there's so much information and there's so little information at the same time. Yeah. It's fucking frustrating. Let us know what you think about this one. Because, like, if you have any theories at all that don't, that maybe even do involve Gary and Guandique, Maybe they worked on it together. I don't fucking know. Like, somebody come up with something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me okay. some sort of answer, please, because we need it. Um, we'll be back next week. I'm so excited. We are talking about another missing persons case. Oh. Um, I hope everybody has a great week and rest of your day. And follow us on social media. Subscribe. All that fun stuff. I don't really feel like saying it again, but we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.